Section 1 of Bowser the Hound. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Laurie Ann Walden. Bowser the Hound by Thornton W. Burgess. Dedication. To the child's loving playmate, loyal protector, and staunch ally, the dog, this book is dedicated. Chapter 1. Old Man Coyote Leads Bowser Away. Though great or small the matter prove, be faithful in whate'er you do. Tis thus, and only thus, you may to others and yourself be true. Bowser the Hound Old Man Coyote is full of tricks. People with such clever wits as his usually are full of tricks. On the other hand, Bowser the Hound isn't tricky at all. He just goes straight ahead with the thing he has to do and does it in the most earnest way. Not being tricky himself, he sometimes forgets to watch out for tricks in others. One day he found the fresh trail of Old Man Coyote, and made up his mind that he would run down Old Man Coyote if he had to run his legs off to do it. He always makes up his mind like that whenever he starts out to hunt. You know, there is nothing in the world Bowser enjoys quite so much as to hunt someone who will give him a long, hard run. Any time he will go without eating for the pleasure of chasing Reddy or Granny Fox or Old Man Coyote. Now Old Man Coyote was annoyed. He was, and he wasn't, afraid of Bowser the Hound. That is to say, he was afraid to fight Bowser, but he wasn't afraid to be hunted by Bowser, because he was so sure that he was smart enough to get away from Bowser. If Bowser had appeared at almost any other time, Old Man Coyote wouldn't have been so annoyed. But to have Bowser appear just then made him angry clear through. You see, he had just started out to get his dinner. "'What business has that good-for-nothing dog over here anyway, I'd like to know?' he muttered as he ran swiftly through the green forest. "'What right has he to meddle in other folks' business?' I'll just teach that fellow a lesson, that's what I'll do. I'll teach him that he can't interfere with me and not be sorry for it. So Old Man Coyote ran and ran and ran, and never once did he try to break his trail. In fact, he took pains to leave a trail that Bowser could follow easily. After him, Bowser ran and ran and ran, and all the time his great voice rang out joyously. This was the kind of a hunt he loved. Out of the green forest into the old pasture, Old Man Coyote led Bowser the Hound. Across the old pasture and out on the other side they raced. Farther and farther away from home, Old Man Coyote led Bowser the Hound. Instead of circling back as usual, he kept on. Bowser kept on after him. By and by he was in strange country, country he had never visited before. He didn't notice this. He didn't notice anything but the splendid trail Old Man Coyote was making. He didn't even realize that he was getting tired. Always in his nose was the tantalizing scent of Old Man Coyote. Bowser was sure that this time he would catch this fellow who had fooled him so often before. Chapter 2 Old Man Coyote Plays a Trick Of people who play tricks beware, lest they may get you in a snare. You cannot trust them, so watch out whenever one may be about. Bowser the Hound There is such a thing as being too much interested in the thing you are doing. 
That is the way accidents very often happen. A person will get so interested in something that he will be blind and deaf to everything else, and so will walk straight into danger or trouble of some kind. Now just take the case of Bowser the Hound. Bowser was so interested in the chase of Old Man Coyote that he paid no attention whatever to anything but the warm scent of Old Man Coyote, which the latter was taking pains to leave. Bowser ran with his nose in Old Man Coyote's tracks, and never looked either to left or right. He would lift his head only to look straight ahead in the hope of seeing Old Man Coyote. Then down would go his nose again to follow that scent. So Bowser didn't notice that Old Man Coyote was leading him far, far away from home into country with which he was quite unacquainted. Bowser has a great, deep, wonderful voice, which can be heard a very long distance when he bays on the tracks of someone he is hunting. It can be heard a very long distance indeed. But far as it can be heard, Bowser was far, far beyond hearing distance from Farmer Brown's house before Old Man Coyote began to even think of playing one of his clever tricks in order to make Bowser lose his scent. You see, Old Man Coyote intended to lead Bowser into strange country and there lose him, hoping that he would not be able to find the way home. Old Man Coyote is himself a tireless runner. He is not so heavy as is Bowser, so does not tire as easily. Then, too, he had not wasted his breath as had Bowser with his steady baying. Old Man Coyote could tell by the sound of Bowser's voice when the latter was beginning to grow tired and he could tell by the fact that he often had a moment or two to sit down and rest before Bowser got dangerously near. So at last Old Man Coyote decided that the time had come to play a trick. By and by he came to a river. At that point there was a high overhanging bank. On the very edge of this bank Old Man Coyote made a long leap to one side. Then he made another long leap to the big trunk of a fallen tree. He ran along this, and from the end of it made still another long leap, as long a leap as he could. Then he hid in a little thicket to see what would happen. End of section 1